Accutane. Addison's parents read about the risks of Accutane causing suicidal depression and birth defects. They told Madison, absolutely not. A major battle ensued. That's also when her weight became a problem. At five foot three inches tall, she went from 97 pounds to 124 pounds between her 13th and 14th birthdays. She was no longer the cute, slender girl with perfect skin. Who was she? She no longer knew. She struggled with clinical depression. So her parents brought her to see me. I prescribed Lexapro, which helped, but caused even more weight gain, so I switched her to Adderall. Adderall seemed to be a godsend at first. It not only improved her mood, but also helped her to get her weight back down to 107 pounds in about eight weeks. But Adderall sometimes made her heart pound so hard, she felt as though it would jump right out of her chest. Nevertheless, she pushed for a higher dose. When I refused, she claimed to have lost her pills and needed more. Madison defined her value in terms of her appearance. She was worth something, only if she were cute, and that meant slender with clear skin. Once she no longer fit that ideal, she no longer knew who she was. Go into yourself and find out how deep is the place from which your life springs, wrote the German poet Rainer Maria Rilke. If your daughter can develop a sense of self that is deeply rooted, then she will grow up to be a resilient and self-confident woman. Age itself is not the most important factor. I've met a few 11- and 12-year-old girls who have achieved a secure sense of self and retained it through adolescence and into young adulthood. I know many adult women who have never achieved this. A sense of self is about who you are, not about how you look or what kinds of grades you get or who you're friends with. Emily defined herself as the smart kid. Melissa was Jessica's BFF. Madison was the cute one. Take that away, and each girl's sense of self collapsed. I began writing prescriptions for children in 1984, during my pediatrics rotation at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. After earning my M.D. at the University of Pennsylvania, I completed a three-year residency in family practice at Lancaster General Hospital in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Then, beginning in 1990, I spent 18 years practicing family medicine in a suburb of Washington, D.C. For 18 years, I had the privilege of being a part of the lives of more than a thousand kids— seeing some of them from infancy right into middle school and high school. Others I followed from age 10 or 12 into adulthood. Some of the girls I saw grew up in a secure home with two loving parents. Others grew up in less fortunate circumstances. But circumstances don't seem to matter much when we're talking about a girl's sense of self. I know girls who have been raised by single parents with no money— and yet some of those girls have grown up to be rock-solid and resilient. I know a girl who was raised by loving parents in a comfortable home, yet she was hopeless and suicidal by the age of 14. Developing a sense of who you are isn't about how much money your parents have. It's not about how you look, what songs you have on your iPod, or how many friends you have on Facebook. It's about connecting with yourself, developing a sense of your own personhood. During my 18 years in that one community, I saw a growing proportion of girls whose sense of self is defined only in terms of superficials.
As a result, those girls are brittle, susceptible to a crack-up with even a mild jolt. This brittleness in girls' self-concept and the resultant vulnerability to anxiety and depression is becoming more common. In one study published in 2004, investigators examined the utilization of mental health services by children and teenagers, both girls and boys, in 1999 compared with 1989. They found a more than 400% increase in the use of these services by girls, compared with a 70% increase in the use of mental health services by boys over the same time period. More recent research suggests that this growth in the use of psychiatric services continues, with girls' use growing at a faster rate than boys. Between 1996 and 2005, the proportion of girls and women in the United States taking antidepressant medication...